What if business could be fun? This podcast is for people who no longer want work to be a four-letter word. It is a comedic look at the myths of work, life, and balance, where we expose the kind of thinking that sucks your will to live, and we replace it with powerful, easy-to-use tools so that you can shift gears and laugh about it all. The only requirement to listen is you need to be human. Hello. Oh my God. So excited to be here with, we have a fabulous, fabulous, amazing guest, Paula Crossfield. Elaine Williams is here. Kathy Keegan is here. And if you are new to the podcast, we're so excited. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We started this podcast because we were on a mission to bring some fun and light and laughter to being a coach and an entrepreneur and a business owner. And, you know, Kathy and I had been in these million dollar masterminds and there were so many things we wish we had known. And so we started this to help sort of pull back the curtain and, and laugh and remind you that you don't have to have all the answers. And if you can laugh along the way, you're winning. So with all that said, welcome, 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 ladies. So excited to be here with you. Thanks for having hey. me. We're so excited yeah, to have awesome. you, Paula. And Paula is from a New England state. Um, and I, I just want to say we're so delighted to have you here because um, not just because you're from an unidentified New England state, which I will now identify because I'm from New England and I misidentified it. Um, she's from <laughs> Maine and yeah. lives in a beautiful part of Maine. And and Paula is, um, is it right for me to call you a Vedic astrologer? Yeah, I'm a Vedic astrologer and a business coach. So I do both with my clients. Okay. And so I'm, I'm oh, so delighted. I can't wait to unpack this. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> this is what I love because my thinking this morning was that, you know, we are not complicated. We are complex. So why are things like astrology or human design, any of these that are, that are really come from very complicated, I mean, complex systems because they understand complex people. We are complex. The same thing doesn't work for everybody, right? So um, if this makes any sense at this time in the morning, because I'm an hour earlier than you guys. <laughs> so we were so excited to have Paula on to talk about Vedic astrology um, and how that aligns with business coaching, because it matters. It really does. There are methodologies and and um, modalities out there that are really important to know about. And because we're complex people, we get to choose. And so we're so happy to have you here today, Paula. So why don't you say a few things about you and how you came into doing this particular line of work? Sure. Um, well, it's complicated. I spent a lot of years in marketing and working at NPR in New York City. Um, I was working with Leonard Lopate, if you know, because you guys said you lived in New York or you were associated mm -hmm. with New York. Um, so I have been, you know, working for a really long time, also in nonprofits, doing grant writing, all these different things that were very applicable in the business world. And I did a lot of social media for the nonprofit that I started. Meanwhile, I had gone through a divorce and it was, you know, a really intense time. And I, I was a New Yorker. I wore all black. You know, I was like not at all interested in things that were woo. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I thought, you know, the horoscopes and the paper, you know, one in 12 people have the same. Like, what does that even mean? I had a really a skeptical thing going on and, and something really 
um, snapped in me when I had a divorce. I was like, I need help, <laughs> like something, something, some guidance. Right. And I had a, a reading, um, with a Vedic astrologer. I did yoga, you know, that, that did happen in New York. I did do yoga. Um, and that was my <laughs> lifeline, but it like, it was to de-stress. It wasn't for like a spiritual purpose. When I, when I had a right. Vedic astrology reading, this person saw me and they knew things about me that no one else knew. And I was, it just kind of, um, like in India, we call it a Shakti pot. It's like when something just kind of slaps you across the face and takes a hold of you, you know, and then it felt like that. And so I just said, okay, I'm listening. I don't know what this is, but I will follow it to the end of the earth. Like whatever it is, it, it's this mysterious way of knowing. And I was very curious about it. So I dove headfirst in and, um, you know, I was supporting a mentor of mine for a while in his online business. And I got to do a lot of, uh, learning about like online courses and like, how does this all work? And so I thought I would, you know, meanwhile, I was like setting up an astrology business, just doing general readings. And I thought, oh, this is going to be what I do once he retires. Cause he's getting older and he wants to quit. I'll just move into doing astrology. And then the pandemic hit and I had everyone and their dog calling me to say, can you help me with setting up an online business? Like literally I had 10 people. I set up calls and, you know, didn't even charge because I was like, you're my friend. And then they went on to make a ton of money <laughs> based on, you know, my advice because they didn't know anything. And I was like, huh, could I combine, you know, and I started working, I kept having clients come to me who were also setting up businesses and they wanted some combination of strategy and looking at their chart, um, which can be very powerful because you can see in the chart, it's your karmic map. It's the kinds of blocks that you experience. There's remedies for it. It's like a whole other way of thinking and looking, which feels really empowering to me as well, because I feel like we're moving into a new paradigm of business that's more feminine, more cyclical. And the thing about working with this system is, you know, when to rest, you know, when to hustle, you know, when to hire, to sign a contract, like it really helps you to create more space in your business, which I think is so radical. So um, it felt really natural and very aligned. And I just said, yes, and I'm here. <laughs> That is so fantastic. Wow. That is, uh, by the way, I am wearing all black um, <laughs> because I've only been in Chicago for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. and, um, it, <laughs> and Elaine, for those who are listening, Elaine is completely clad in black as well, including socks and shoes. Um, I do have on Hello Kitty socks, and it's a little disturbing because, one, I do love Hello Kitty, but by the time the socks get up to, like, my, you know, my shins, Hello Kitty looks like a sort of distorted version of Hello Kitty. Um, but I digress because that's what I do. What I love about this is that all these ingredients came together and you saw that as, well, this seems like the next step. So you came to it by living your life in, in just all the ways that we are told to live our lives, right? Go to college, get a job do these things and try to pursue what you love. But this is even more so because it, there is a point where a lot of us reach and mine was a little late where you just, where, you know, you can't do it anymore this way, that there's something about the way that you've been doing things that is not supporting your life. It's not supporting your spirituality and you need more. Mm. And this is what we're talking about here. I think. 
Yeah, I just, I, Paula, I love it. I'm like, oh my God, I want, <laughs> I want to sign up for a thing with you. You know, I, I'm always so grateful because I, I came to New York to pursue acting and I was like a triple A intense, get out of my way. You know, like I got to make things happen. <laughs> and I did yoga to de-stress. I was not interested in the woo-woo stuff and, you know, and I, and I, you know, I was newly sober. So I had this, like, I got to make up for lost time. Can you help me with acting? No, goodbye. You're dead <laughs> to me. Like I, I was not very fun to be around. And, um, but I remember, um, you know, I was, I was always like drawn to a little bit of the woo, but also repulsed by mm. it. I don't know if that, you know, just like, oh, that's not. Yeah. And then I remember going to a, a course with Debbie Ford at Omega and it was a one day. And within five minutes of this one day thing, I am sobbing, <laughs> sobbing. Didn't even know I was, that's how disconnected I was with what was really going on with myself internally. And um, anyway, so I guess I'm just, I love that. I mean, I'm sorry that you had to go through a divorce, <laughs> but I always love to hear about people's journeys. Yeah. And you went from New York City, woman in black, working for NPR, which is like, man, that's like the height of radio to me. And now you're in Maine. Yeah, like, but there was a lot so of movement crazy. in between. Like I went out to California and then I was in India for four years and then I went up to the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> then I was, you know, in, in oh, India and traveling around a lot, not without a home. And then I met my husband and then moved with him to Maine. So I'm not a Mainer. <laughs> but Okay. So you have a new husband and we like yes, this. So one. he's amazing. Yeah. And I didn't mean to okay. accuse you of being from Maine. <laughs> I love it. I, I wish I were a Mainer sometimes, but I also totally am glad that I've had this journey, you know, and learned yeah. all that I've learned. It's so interesting. I feel like people from Maine are a little bit like, we're from Maine, you are not. You know, there's a little bit of like Pepperidge Farm remembrance, <laughs> you know. I, I mean, I love going there, but I always felt like there was a little bit of like a yeah, Mainers are the they're Mainers. on the edge for a reason. <laughs> they want to be here away from everything <laughs> else. So there's a there's a of the many islands. What are there like three thousand islands? I, I have or no idea. It's some staggering number, but there's one called Shabig. And one year, my brother and sister in law decided they would winter there because those would be the most um, the most difficult conditions to see if it was a place they might want to move and raise their children. And I, the thing I remember most was arriving on this ferry on a super cold, blustery day. And in the parking lot, lot were about eight Subarus of various ages. And it was hilarious <laughs> because they just run. And I learned a lot that, you know, that it's a car that runs and that's why people keep the car. Now, I, again, I don't want to ascribe all Mainers to Subarus. We're really off I have a Subaru. <laughs> And I love it. <laughs> it's the best They're car I've cars. ever owned. Yes. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. And it's got like, it has what a moon roof and leather interior. And I, you know, I have um, a cruise control that's like, it, you know, determines how, how many lengths to keep in front of you. And you can just like, let it go. It'll slow down when you need to. It's amazing. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like cool. a luxury wow. car. <laughs> that's fabulous. Oh my gosh. 
I have a Mini Cooper and I I have moonroofs and I love it. Although I still don't understand why they call it a moonroof instead of a sunroof, but whatever, you know. So, well, Paula, I want to know about India. What the heck was that like? Is it as wild and crazy and smelly and as they say? Um, it's the best smells and the worst smells all t- mixed together, but it's it's heaven to me. I mean, I feel like it's a second home because um, people there just have such a different way of viewing reality. Like if you tell them I'm going to go do a month meditation retreat in the mountains, they're like, oh, very good. You know, here they're like, wait, what? Why? You know, if you told your boss, like, I'm going to go do a meditation retreat in the mountains, the boss would be like, um, can you be back here in like one week? Uh, and there they're like, oh, that's so good for you. Like that, you know, that will take you to the next level. You know, people are so hospitable The so my mom was, you know, a little scared that I was spending so much time far away in a place she'd never been or thought about. And I tried to explain to her by telling her about the time that I got on a train and I didn't get off. I didn't know I was on the wrong train or something. I was lost. And I showed my ticket to somebody uh, sitting next to me and he organized everyone on the train to try to help me get on the right train because it was like the sun was going down. I got off the train. One of them got off with me, took me to the front of the line, told everybody in line in the local language that I needed to get a ticket fast so that I could cross over to the other track. They carried my bag over to the police officer who was getting on that train, rode with me to my stop, helped me carry my bag to my taxi made sure that the taxi man understood where I was going. I mean, I told my mom, like, there's just a whole other level of hospitality and respect for human, you know, life. And I say that also knowing that there's a billion people there and there are a lot of problems as well with health and well-being and cities and things like that. But it's really a mixed place. You know, it's a place where the miraculous can still happen right in front of you. Like, we've lost touch with these, like, alternative ways of thinking and being that are very alive there. Um, so there's a lot of magic, you know, and, and that, um, also really helped me get centered in my own practices and things and not being at all like worried about what my New Yorker friends think about me. I'm just like, there's so much that we don't know, you know? (laughs) So it's been really helpful to spend time there. That's so cool. Now, and Kathy, how did you and Paula meet? We met through Kim, who was a guest on the show. Um, so Kim okay. is in a group with Paula, right? Okay. Yeah, we're Are in a business. Any... Yeah, we're in a business mastermind together. Yeah, it's, it's not Amy Ehlers. Who is it? It's um... it's Meryl Kriegsman. Yeah, she's a business that's right. Mentor. Meryl Kriegsman. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's how cool. that's how they met, awesome. and that's how we met. And um, in the circle. Yeah. And it's so great because I, you know, we having leapt into the entrepreneurial life myself without really knowing a lot, um, you know, I had a lot to learn. And, you know, when you were in a corporate structure and I was in highly corporate structure in the financial world, you um, think, you know, more than you do. And it was a real awakening moving from, because it was more of a leap. I mean, it wasn't the leapiest leap because I had a, you know, I'd negotiated um, my, whatever you call it, my, not my retirement, but so it wasn't a super leap, but there was so much knowledge that needed to be gained. And what I found out in that journey was there's a lot of, um, 
charlatans out there, you know, people who tell you that something can happen in a certain period of time. And I love that stuff, right? I'm sort of like, really, if I can read the three things that'll make you have a good business and have it going up tomorrow, fantastic. And so the thing, the reason Elaine and I started talking about this stuff is there's the time that you've, you know, you've contracted with somebody in a mastermind, which is great, but then there's your time Mm -hmm. and you're not yet or time. And so sometimes they don't match up. And so it's really helpful for people to understand that it's okay if it doesn't match up, no harm, no foul. It's, you know, move on and it's okay. I didn't realize that. And I was like, I just spent all this money. I don't know if this is going to work out. And a couple of them were pretty bad. And, um, and people who were really, really bright. I mean, again, these people could sell ice cubes to Eskimos. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Um, but it wasn't right for me. So it's fascinating because what I did too was I repeated patterns of my own life that I hadn't really explored. So I went straight to, you know, Sister Mary Frances with um, a ruler in her hand, you know, wrapping me on the wrists. And that was on me. <laughs> You know, but you caught, you know, and the thing is you caught it, you know, when you, I mean, I always, I, I, oh my gosh, so many mistakes and I, you know, I'll just think, okay, Elaine, but you're getting the lessons faster. (laughs) So, you know, you don't have, it doesn't have to be seven years with this guy or whatever, you know, and I just want to acknowledge you, Paula, I don't know if you know this about Kathy, but she is such a great yes and person. Like we went to Mel Robbins TV show. My friend was the warm up comic and, you know, <clears throat> we didn't know what was going to happen. They put us right in the front and they're like, everybody who has birthdays in October. And, and Kathy was like, sure. Like they pulled her up and she was like dancing with this crazy guy. And, you know, we were in Sedona at this really cool retreat and I was like, let's make a reel. And she was, she's just such a yes. And fun partner, you know, and not afraid to look silly or, um, yeah, bad, you know, whatever. Like, it's just, it's so, so fun. And I think that is an important piece can be an important piece in business. It's, and it's learned, you know, it's learned. I didn't grow up as a yes. And I was a no myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and it takes it, you know, that's part of our learning process, right? Yeah, you definitely. Know, I mean, I've been I've been experimenting with reels and doing some comedy actually on my Instagram, you know, and people think of spirituality as being this like very serious. I'm in a meditation pose. I'm right. saying ohm, you know, and so I like to kind of break the mold a little bit and play because um like in the Indian spiritual tradition, which I'm very steeped in, it's it's very much about we're this whole thing is a play, you know? And so being able to recognize that and see the good in every person, like see, you know, their essence and, and like, don't take yourself so seriously. That actually is like a business strategy for me, (laughs) you know, because things can get really hard when you're an entrepreneur. And so you have to lighten things up. Are you, are you Paula underscore cross? No, I'm at weave your bliss. So my company is called weave your bliss. Bliss. Yeah. So you can see my reels. (laughs) I just love Weave Your Bliss, too. That's really beautiful. I love it, too. I love it. So, okay, so if you were, for our listeners, Paula, if you were going to give, like, what's a super tip? What's something that you wish everybody knew 
Or about three. astrology or about business or both or how they go together. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like that. I would love how to they, know how, how they, I like, how do they go yeah. together? Yeah. Like, so I think there's a few ways that you can use astrology in your business. And I kind of hinted at it before, but it's really helpful to look at the, the places that you get stuck and have like, maybe you already know that. Maybe you know that you hate being visible in certain ways. Like sometimes I have clients that don't want to make videos on Instagram or something, which is the best way to get seen and have people feel your vibe and want to join you. Right. So I'll say to them like, well, let's look at that. Like maybe there's some obstruction in the chart and I'll say to them, let's do a remedy for that specific planet, you know? So that can help them energetically to kind of put on their visibility body and to think about it in a different way, that it's not me, I'm not flawed. It's that there's some planetary influence that I'm supposed to learn through. Like I'm not supposed to back away, which is what we often do, especially with the planet Saturn. If we're afflicted by Saturn, we'll back away and be like, well, that is terrible. I don't want anything to do with that. Instead of being like, oh, there's a lesson here. I'm supposed to lean in a little bit, you know, so I can help people look at things like that, but also like when to rest. It's so important. Mm. People, people think they're just robots, <laughs> you know, and they can just keep going myself included. I've had to take Saturdays off because I just love my job and I love what I do. And I can just get into like being on, on the computer all day. And so luckily I got a puppy and she's not house trained yet. So I'm having to go out and <laughs> walk around with her a lot. And that's getting me outside. And my husband said that it was all like a covert way to get me outside. So, um, but yeah, you can, you can see in the chart when it's good to rest, like when you should not put that much energy into launching or being visible because it's not going to net you anything. And like we had eclipses, uh, we had an eclipse the other day and we have another one on December 4th. And I tell my clients, like, even if you're super visible on that day, it probably is not going to net you something that you want like even if some client came and wanted to pay in full, it's probably going to bite you in the butt later because of the way that energy is. It brings in a different kind of energy that you don't want to attract to yourself. So that's a good day to just be be quiet and rest and move inward. You know, so these are the kinds mm. of things that I do. And also you can do relationship charts. So for people who are trying to hire teams, you can, and, and just to say, Kathy, like when I join a mastermind, I ask the main person who's teaching, if I can see their chart and see if we're a good match for each other. And if I, if there's like learning potential there. Um, and I do this for my clients and their teams looking at if is somebody they're hiring is a good match for them. You can see like, if they, um, have some good karma for earning money, that's going to also help you. So if you're a good match and then they have good karma for earning money, they're going to help you earn money, you know? So there's like a whole, there's a whole realm of things that you can do using astrology. It's pretty cool. And that's great. That's like, um, caveat, caveat emptor buyer, buyer beware, but in a better way, just buyer, do your research. Yeah. Right. What a great, what a simple thing to just sort of say, you know what, let me just check out your chart to see mm -hmm. if we're compatible, you know, and I, you know, as a coach, I, you know, I, I am fine with somebody kicking the tires and having mm -hmm. a long chat with somebody. I'm not going to charge them anything when we're first meeting up. Yeah. It is in, it is in our best interest that this be a fit. Otherwise nothing happens. I mean, just it, it can't happen because the energy isn't right for that. Um, yeah. And I love the insights that this gives. And, you know, so Vedic is, 
they're not versus, but there are, you know, since there are many modalities out there, what's the difference between sort of Vedic astrology and then I don't, I'm not sure what the other astrology is that we hear out there. It's like, it's a like guy usually like it's Western, Wesley. Western astrology. Western. Okay. Um, so simply put, there are different zodiacs. So the tropical zodiac is fixed to the equinox, meaning it never changes. So what you're actually referring to, like in, in most of us, when we're saying like, I'm a Leo or whatever, you're saying my son is located in Leo based on the tropical zodiac, which the sidereal zodiac, which we use, is about 24 degrees different because it actually moves because there's a procession of the stars. So um, Western astrology is more like um, archetypical. It's more um, fixed to an idea rather than to the actual astronomy. So ours is more precise if you're actually looking for astronomical information. It's also thousands of years old. It's in the Vedas, which are the oldest you know, human philosophical texts around. It's one of the foundations of the Vedas. It was used thousands of years ago in India by kings to find auspicious timing to do things. So it's very powerful. It's wow. been spread by oral tradition. Of course, it's evolved. It's changed. People have been studying it and passing along things they've found in their own experience. So it has all these layers, you know, and there's different ways. Like if you talk to another a Vedic astrologer from another lineage, they're going to have a different style than my lineage, for example, but it's, it's ancient, you know, and it's, yeah. it's so precise that it's scary. If you have a really good reader, really, yeah, they can predict like, you're going to fall in love right now and run off and get married really quickly. Or like, you know, be aware of accidents during this time. Don't do anything, you know, whatever. Like they can do things like that, that are predictive that Western astrology has trouble with. They're more interested in transits, which is what's happening now. And that's mm, like, that's like them. fourth or fifth down on what we look at for Vedic astrology for, for, you know, understanding at a depth, like what kinds of karma is going to come to fruit. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. That's intense. That sounds exciting and a little confusing. I know. <laughs> yeah. It can I, be. It, I, yeah. I, I, and also, what we're finding out sort of scientifically, too, um, through, you know, modern science, a lot of stuff is getting proven out. You know, this yeah. ancient wisdom that's been there forever and ever and ever. That was the science of the time. Yeah, if you, you read know, Autobiography of a Yogi, like so many people, George Harrison read that book and it caused the Beatles to go to India. Like it's been a very monumental book. So if people are interested in learning more just about Indian spirituality, I highly recommend it. But you'll see in there that it predicted radio waves, like the, the things that were happening with really advanced yogis in India at that time, they were they were tuned into wow. something that became science later. It's pretty awesome. Right. Yeah, and so oh, and I want to write that down. That's it's why dense. I feel like that <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> Might want to just read a few pages a day and absorb. absorb. Are there like cliff notes? <laughs> I'm sure someone's <laughs> done that somewhere. No, that's what pa that's what I Paula like the is. audiobook. Actually, I go for a walk and listen to audiobooks. You know, that's just I love listening to audiobooks. Oh my god! Yeah, well, that's great. Cool. Well, that's that's amazing. And, um, you know, is there one other tip you want to say when it comes to business? Paula? Just in general? Share your wisdom. Sure. Or it can be however you want it to be. Well, I mean, I think the main thing is 
the reason I love astrology is because the system does inform us that we we can start from a different foundation of having rest, having space in our businesses and knowing that we're still going to get good outcomes, even better outcomes. Like when we rest, we actually get rewarded. You know, if your mindset is in the the right place of receiving, you're going to get all the clients you need and everything that you need with spaciousness rather than stress. And that's been a huge shift for me. Like when I was living in New York, I was so stressed. You know, I had like gut problems and skin problems, you know, because I was just stressed. I was, you know, in my 20s, I shouldn't have been that stressed, but I was because I had a lot of anxiety, you know. So uh, since that time, I've just been, you know, trying to work on having spaciousness in my day. I don't see clients, more than two clients in a day. And I, I create a lot of white space. I don't do a lot of client facing or even like podcasts or anything except on four days of the week. And I take myself, I take Friday as like a admin sort of, you know, content creation. So I create a lot of space. I take Saturdays off and then Sundays are kind of like a dreamy day where I'm working on, you know, newsletter writing and it's fun for me. So, you know, I try to encourage the same thing because I think there is a big paradigm shift happening in the way we work right now. A lot of people want to envision a new way forward. I, yeah. I love that. Can I share something? We've got okay. So I'm, you know, a triple type A and I was with um uh I'm in this relationship and I was upstate with some of uh his family <clears throat> and I have this big project I'm coaching. We're doing this we're doing like mini TED talks for this video project and I'm I get to be in it and I'm coaching like six other women. So it's exciting and there's, you know, stuff happening on top of my other clients and being a landlord and whatever. And I was feeling so squeezed, you know, that feeling of just like, I feel like the star Wars were the, the trash compactor. Mm. You know? And I'm so proud of myself that I was like, you know what? I, I got to go back to my house. I, I need space where I can be loud and where I can sweat and where <laughs> I can be quiet. And I'm, you know, for me, it was a huge breakthrough and just realizing I, I cannot work up there right now. There, It's too constrained and there's too, you know, and I think for me, that was a huge like. <sighs> and guess what? You know, you did it without drama. It's like no drama llama or llama <laughs> no. drama, you know, I, okay, All right, maybe I, there was yeah, a little. I, I, right. But look how there was a little bit. Of, there a little, was a little bit. bit. Okay. There was a little but look bit. how fast you recovered. <laughs> Right. So that's the other thing, too. So you recovered from that and you're like, yeah, OK, maybe that was a little a tad, you know, it was a little bit of a, have, an award winning you know, Oscar performance there. But you're also I, yeah, at I, home and I could have been I could have been, um, you know, uh, more gracious with Neil. But, you know, I'm learning. I cleaned it up. So um, <laughs> clean up aisle four, you know, clean up aisle clean, four, clean up aisle I'll all of uh, all of every aisle <laughs> in the super Walmart. No, no, but I think I think that's so great, Paula. Like it is. Like I think um, I love that you're adding humor. I can't wait to follow you <laughs> because I'm huge. You know, we, Kathy and I both talk about you know ledge talk 101. Can you can you can you laugh a little bit? And um, can you share an embarrassing story? You know, like it doesn't, you can, so you can be so focused on your business and 
taking the work that you do seriously without taking yourself so yeah seriously, levity is so right? important and i think that also is levity and creating space and creating you know energetically giving yourself permission to change location if it's not working for you like all those things i think as women like we often have been given the message that we're not allowed to have take up space or have what we need. And so I'm constantly, you know, working on just being really clear that that's okay. And I can be safe and okay making those kinds of decisions for myself. So it's, you know, being funny too, is like a way of breaking up that stagnation of, of what we've been it's taught. It's a release, you know, and, and, you know, you it. can laugh or you can cry. We prefer laughter. And it's not to say crying is a bad thing. Well, you can craft her. <laughs> I, I love that. that. I like that. <laughs> cry you know? until you laugh, laugh, and then there's laugh cry. Yeah. And so there's crafter and laugh cry, and you can do either. But they're all releases, and I'm using but so much, and I'm a yes and kind of girl. What up? What happens? It's okay, Kathy, you're allowed. You're human. Are you are you still human? <laughs> Yes, I am. <laughs> that's another reason, Paula, that's another reason we called it still human because we were laughing because we're both good coaches. We both, you know, study it and work on our craft daily. We love helping people. And yet for ourselves, sometimes it's like, ah, yeah. you know, that's what we, we call each other ledge talk. Can you talk me off mm -hmm. the ledge? You know, you can do so much work and you're, we're still human. We're still in this body. Yes. And that's you know? absolutely and in alignment with, you know, the work that I do, because I don't ever want somebody to come to me thinking that I'm on some pedestal because I've studied this thing and they should just take everything I say. <clears throat> you know, I encourage people to take what I say and do what they need to do with it. You know, experiment, see if it works for them. If it doesn't throw it out, it's not going to hurt my feelings. You know, <laughs> like I'm giving you information based on what I've studied, but I'm also a human. <laughs> so I'm yeah, making and, you know, a the, mistake. The thing, and the thing that we learn right. by doing those experiments and having that kind of encouragement is that you, st you recover faster from things that happen. You know, right. there was a time when something happened and it was the whole world. And we know that. So when the pandemic hit, if you are a high school student, that's your world yeah. and you're not getting to go to school. Right. But for those of us who are introverts, we're like, oh, wow, this is so cool. I don't have to meet a whole ton of people all the time. You know, and it's like eight months later where you're like, I'm feeling a little bit squirrely about being kind of trapped in my house. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas my extroverted friends were like, we're going to do 50 million podcasts. Help! We're going <laughs> to. There's also something, though, Kathy, earlier when you were talking about joining the masterminds and then being disappointed because they promised and then you didn't feel like you got what you needed. Is that what I understood? Yeah. Like, yeah. similarly, though, we can have a different way of looking at business where it's like, hey, I have these things that I like to teach. You know, this is the way that I do it. It may work for you. Here's some people who it's worked for before. Join me. We'll have fun. There'll be community, right? Like, let's do this. And if you entered in that, you'd be like, okay, my expectations are not being told like, oh, I step right. one, two, and three, and then I'm going to get X. You know what I mean? Instead, you're right. like, okay, let's have fun. This is a community. Cool. You know, let's do right. this. And, that, and, yeah. and that's, an, that's an approach that is very different from you must do this or you will die. Your business will right. never succeed. Right. Hurry up. Two spots yeah. left. If you don't get it this year, you're missing out. Yeah, that's and, the scarcity um, patriarchal, you know, model that's I, dying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, you know, you know, another thing that I, it is dying, thank goodness. But <clears throat> I know for so long, I also 
had this unconscious drive. I want you to fix me. Mm. You know, like I always felt like something was wrong with me, wrong with my business, wrong with my hopes and dreams or whatever. And so I would pin all my hopes on this is going to be the thing. And I, I don't think I was conscious that I was doing that. And even if the teacher's awesome and they teach and give so much, you know, like nobody can fix me because I don't need to be fixed, you know, and that took a long time for me to get to of like, I'm going to learn some new skills, some new strategies, some things. And at the end of the day, I'm still here, which is good. It's great. Most days, right? <laughs> and you're going to put your special sauce but on I it. Think, <laughs> right. You know, I just think sometimes people, you know, deep down, there's a this human need, you know, there's attachment. And so, yeah, I, I, I love what, how you said, of like, hey, I'm going to teach this stuff and this is how I do it. And these are the people it worked for. And if you want to come play, come yeah, play. I mean, right. I think this is another tip just to answer your question, Elaine, is like, I love to tell people, think about it as if you're inviting people to come sit around a fire with you. Like, that's how I think of social media. It's like, let's hang out. Let's ha- what are the questions you have? Like, let's talk about it, you know? And I totally am honest when I'm not showing up. I'm like, Hey, I'm hiding over here because I'm feeling a little under, you know, I'm dealing with the planetary stuff. And like, are you guys feeling this, you know? So it's like, we're all hanging out by the fire together. And, and, you know, I, I'm developing a, I have a group program that I'm in the middle of launching right now, but I want to develop a longer term program. That is that it's like, we gather by the fire and I give you some tips and you, you know, come and ask questions and we'll hang out together. And so, you know, I love this metaphor, this idea. And I teach that to my clients too. So I love it. That's beautiful. So, cool. so you know, so uh, yeah, cool. we, oh my God, I could, I, I could talk to you all day. For hours. <laughs> for hours. hours. How do people get in touch with you? Well, my What's website is weaveyourbliss.com and I am on Instagram at weaveyourbliss. They're all one one set of words. There's no dashes or anything. Um, yeah. And just so people know, you can access my 2022 astrology guidebook, which is you can drop it into your iCal or your Google calendar. And it's got all my recommended dates in it. So this literally is 33 bucks and at hundred percent of profits go to an indigenous led environmental organization. And it's basically the whole year mapped out for you. So you can go in there and say, oh, I should plan my launch around this time. Oh, I should rest during this time. Oh, there's eclipses. Oh, look, there's the full moon. Like you can see it all. And there's some information in the descriptions to give you a little more detail. So that you can find um, on my website. There's a link at the at the top. And the weaveyourbliss.com. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. And Kathy, if people are struggling in their job or want to leave or not sure they want to leave or they just don't feel love for what's going on or they just need to talk, how do they find you, my love? Well, now that I've been able to enable my mic after frantically trying to do that while you were mentioning that because um, my studio, uh, a phone went off, um, so yeah, reach out to me. So it's kathykeegan.com and let's talk. And really, honestly, the most important thing is for you to be heard and for you to be able to say what you need to say. And what we do is we talk for half hour, maybe up to an hour, depending, and we see if we're a fit. And if we are, then we can then 
let's work together. And, you know, the big thing is, is that um, with work, there's a lot about it. And I'm a nerd about work in many ways. And so um, I can be really, really a good resource plus the coaching. And um, yeah, Elaine, she's great. I, well, I just want to say Kathy is always reading 53 books. <laughs> she loves studying how the brain works. I, one of the reasons I wanted to do the podcast, cause I knew every time I talked to her, I learned stuff. So it's just even, it's just so great. It's so, so yeah. needed too. Thank you. Kathy, yeah. It's so needed. So many people are struggling in the corporate world and they're trying to find <laughs> ways out. So yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful offering. We have the opportunity to create something new. You know, that's, what's really in front of us right now is creating something that's more customized. Mm. Yay. So. And Elaine, 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 you've, you're coaching like crazy. Say more about how we I get am, in touch well, with I'm, you. I'm so excited because I have a, um, a new group program that's starting in January. And I have a few spots left. And I have a really cool, if you want to just be more confident on camera and you want a checklist that you can print out and put on your computer, by your phone, in your bathroom, wherever, just go to CaptivateTheCrowd.com and you will find it and you can grab your confidence on camera checklist. And please, 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 please make sure you subscribe to Still Human. And we love rating and reviews. That helps us get to more people. And if you know of anybody who wants to be uplifted and laugh and learn about work and life and being an entrepreneur, please, please share this with them. Cause we love doing this and we want to, we want to grow our community and, and hang out around the campfire. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I love it. Well, so, thanks so much. This is just a blast. Paula, thank you. thank you so much for joining us. And Kathy, as always fabulous to be with you, my love. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks Bye. everybody for listening. Thank you. Yay. You made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited you were here. Feel free to reach out at stillhumanpodcast at gmail.com or Kathy at kathykeegan.com or Elaine at captivatethecrowd.com. See you next time.